I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> Tickling me this morning. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Filled with nothing but joy and hope about it, too. You know, it's a great thing to be able to wake up in the morning with, with peace in your heart and joy. Peace and joy is, 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 is immeasurable. It, it has a value attached to it, and, and I have no idea what it is. It's invaluable. It is worth so much more than, than any amount of money you can make. Peace and joy. I, I have not always had that. I have not always been a peaceful person or, or a person who lived his life um, in, in a joyous spirit. It took an arrival at this moment. Some people arrive sooner than others. Um... I wish I had arrived at this point sooner, but I think it was necessary for me to learn a few things too. That's that's the amazing thing I've learned about life is that instead of reflecting on your past uh, uh, incidences and calling them failures, instead of focusing on the negative and and calling them bad times, uh, I look at them now as experiences. I had to have those experiences that were negative, that were good, positive, wrong, evil. I had to have all those experiences to become, to shape who we are today. We all have to have them. If you look back at all the negative experiences you've had, 
all the things that you called failures, all the businesses I started that went under, all of the jobs I had that I was fired from, all the shows that were canceled, all of the times I I thought I was going to get something happening my way and turned out I didn't get it at all. When you look at all of it, all of it, hopefully along the way, what you have done as a person is you've taken those negatives and those failures and you've used them for what they actually are. They are experiences. And they've now created in you an experienced person. And you know, uh, that is worth something. That's then it becomes a positive. But what too many people do is they let the negative things that have happened in their life, they allow the failures that have happened in them lives never to manifest themselves as experiences. And you sit up there and you dwell on it and you dwell on it until you have this woe is me attitude. Stop looking at it like that, y'all. You go through things in order to become the person that you are today. I'll tell you who you sometimes have to sit down and talk to. Sometimes you ought to sit down to an inmate that really gets it. An inmate that says, man, I, I've actually heard inmates say it to me and write to me. And, and, and they've said things like, man, Coming to prison saved my life. Now, those of you who have never gone, how can he say a thing like that? But 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 some men know, man, I was so far out there that if I'd have stayed out there, I wouldn't even be here today. This actually allowed me to stop, spend some time with myself, and learn some things about me. Now, does that happen for everybody like that? No. But here's a person who has taken an experience that could be considered a failure or a negative and turning it into a positive and using it to enrich their lives. You can do it no matter what your set of circumstances is. I recommend to everybody that you try changing your outlook in order to change your outcome. Everything that happens to you that's negative or you consider a failure, they're experiences. You've got to go through these things in order to have the knowledge that you have today. So I wish that I had come to this arrival that I'm in now, this place of peace and joy. But then guess what? I would not know what I know. I could not share some of the things that I'm able to share if I had not gone through some of them. And sometimes that's the purpose of them is to teach you a lesson because, you know, God has a plan for you. He really, really does. And eventually he can use you no matter how old you are. And he can use you no matter how young you are. If you just say, okay, I'm ready to hear your plan. I've tried mine. Mine ain't worked out. What's your plan for me, God? What do you want me to do? That's why I say every day, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. Because, man, I ain't see it coming. I didn't see that coming. I ain't see this book coming. I ain't seen I ain't seen half of the amazing things that have happened to me. I didn't plan them. I was sitting there, man, asking God for some direction. And then I got smart enough to stay watchful, be a hard worker now, because faith without works is dead. And it came. And I'll remind you of this. God has given all of you a gift. Every last one of you listening has a gift. God has never created a soul that he did not provide a gift to. God gives everyone a gift. And a gift is not just singing, rapping, entertainment. The richer gifts are much more than that. Teachers are gifted people who really have the gift of sharing information. That's a gift. You know, um, and in that you can become great. You know, uh, 
a lot of people think that successful and greatness is the same thing. Cornell West said it at my daughter's graduation. He was a spokesperson. He said something so pointed. He said, don't ever confuse success with greatness. The two have nothing to do with each other. See, people determine success about money and fame and all this here. But greatness, greatness ain't got nothing to do with your money. It ain't got nothing to do with your fame. It's how you conduct your life. It's how meaningful and significant you become in your community, at your church, on your job, to the Cub Scout unit that you run, to the little girls' lives that you change, that that little center in the hood where you just one place of hope to so many people and they come back. And I used the example of Lou Dazzler who passed away in L.A., who had the Boys and Girls Challenges Club out in L.A., and he wasn't a rich man at all. And if you walk by him, you wouldn't even know who he was. But if you look at all the people who have gone on to become politicians, who have gone on to become CEOs, who have gone on to become athletes that have passed through this man's small building in the hood in L.A., he was great. Trust me, man, prayer changes things. I say it all the time. But when you see people become successful or great, there's somebody praying somewhere. May not even be them. Maybe it's their mama. You know, I think of Tiger Woods and all the greatness he's accomplished. You know, they, they always talk about his father and all this here. Somebody somewhere praying for Tiger Woods. I got cash money riding on that. Tiger Woods' mama is a praying woman or something. My mother was. She prayed me into this place because she used to call me all the time praying for you, boy. And prayer changes things. It really does. Try it today. It can change you. It has changed millions of people. Open up yourself to the greatness that's in you because God has given you a gift. Matter of fact, that you ain't using it, who fault you think that is? I'm just telling you you got one. And if you start praying about it, it'll manifest itself. And you can become one of two things, successful or great, or both. You can make the decision today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This show right here is live. This show is in color, about color, and anybody else. All of us are colored anyway. Some shade of something. That's true. That's true, Steve. That's, That's right. True. All right. Shirley Strawberry. Uh, good morning, colored man. He a blonde color. <laughs> <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, crew? <laughs> Kill Spates. Morning up. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Big doggy dog. What's up, pimps? Holding it together, baby. Yeah. Doing it, she came in here. I'm finna change. You know, I was at the HR meeting, so I have we have to do things differently. I do all my stuff out loud now. Yeah, this is reality radio. You yeah, I'm finna change. You had to step out, ma'am. You created. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. According to my HR meetings, only family members. Let's go. Cause you know, man, I you know I have to for every show I do, I have to go to an HR meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. So yes, I'm you do. Yeah, well, that's Jesus a good thing. Heaven. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> no, it ain't, but I'm, I'm going, you know. <laughs> it's so I'm... hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you feel today? Uh, you know what? I'm pretty good today. Mm-hmm. You know, got a lot of energy, feeling up. Yeah, you know you what I'm sounded. saying? Bouncing. That's good. You got sounded. it working. All right. All right. Moving do it, shaking. do it. You know, shake it, shake it. <laughs> bake it, bake it. 
You're feeling good this morning, ain't you? You know, man, I've been ignorant my whole life. I mean, I just, it just, you know. You ever think about changing? I probably can't now. <laughs> it's too late. It's not yeah, my work. mama asked me that when I was 10. You ever Did think you? about getting yourself together? <laughs> At 10? I said, Mama, I'm 10. You, well, it's, it's heading in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But your mom was able to see you when you made it and got famous and everything. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They dad. had all them jets. They had Jet Magazine. Mm-hmm. Me and the, uh, they had, we was on the cover of Jet. She didn't know how it made it till I got on Jet. <laughs> oh, that's when you did. Yeah, she bought about 50 oh, yeah. of them and had them fanned out like a deck of cards oh, yeah, on the coffee table. But you couldn't touch them, though. Yeah, you have to yeah. invite people over so they can see them. Yeah. Yeah. People would touch a jet. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my baby. Yeah. Don't touch the jets. What did Look she say to you, though, Steve, when you had made it? What did she say? She sent my daddy out to L.A. to see where I was getting his money from. <laughs> yeah. She wanted to make sure. Yeah, she thought I was selling dope. Oh, boy. Oh, no, for Close, real. No, she did. No, dog. My mother, she didn't know what I was doing, but she did not see how jokes could allow me to send them that much money every week. Oh, So she said, Slick, get on the plane and go out there and see what that boy into. Because she knew my daddy could figure it out. Uh Because my daddy was a hustler. So she sent him out here. Boy, your mama thinks, where's you getting all this money from? Uh I had an apartment. He came, well, how big is the thing right here? Who stay here? I said, just me. (laughs) You and who? <laughs> you ain't got no roommates. You paid it by yourself. <laughs> oh, right here. They didn't get to see me make it though. Aww. Right. Aww. Right, though. Yeah. They tried to, but you was too short. <laughs> All right, we'll be back at uh, 32 <laughs> after the hour. <laughs> it ain't that funny. Right Sarah. after this. <laughs> nah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve and the guys, uh, <laughs> this is this is a segment Jay wrote called uh, You're Halfway to Work When You Realize. Uh, things happen to you. You Ooh, get up. I've been there. You've been there. Halfway to work. You, have, you, you get up. What? You you got your clothes on, and uh, then you realize you halfway to work. Mm. You, you good. <laughs> well, you, sometimes you pulled up at work. Yeah. And yep. you realize. And then, there. ding. Wow. You halfway to work and you realize, mm-hmm. damn, it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. you be going mm. that way. You be going that time. way so so yes. often, man. Yeah. I done it's been halfway habit, to work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I done been halfway to work and realized my phone was on my nightstand. Oh, 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 no. I done called Uncle and said, I just ain't going to make it. <laughs> I will be I late. got to go I'm, back I'm and get this phone. We finna wow. mess up a happy home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't leave your phone at no, home? No, you can't leave your phone. No. no. Oh, no. hell no. no. I got for, one for you. For our radio show for four hours, you can't uh, do that? No. It's so great. It's so great. Sitting on this radio and that phone just out there anyway? Yeah. Because it's not anywhere. It's at your house. Let me just say this, Carla. If he don't go get that phone, he can't do the next day. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I got it now. He got to go get that phone. Right. Right. You have way to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to turn this damn thing around. I done left the baby at the house. The baby? Oh, my God. <laughs> it has happened. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> left the baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
You got one you got the phone yeah, though, I, but you be, left the baby. <laughs> I remember I was at my mom's house working. I ain't gonna kill me because I was halfway to work one time. Realized I done left the front door wide open. <laughs> <laughs> People just driving by looking in the house. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Here's one. You all dressed up and you look down, right? You got your tie on, your jacket on. You look down. You still got on your pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with my life, man? You halfway to work uh-huh. and then realize I didn't brush none of my damn teeth. What, what is this I'm smelling? What the hell is that? Damn it, it's me. That's me. <laughs> it's me. Hey, uh-huh. hey, Jay. Yeah. Hey, Tommy. Uh. Mm. I'd have been halfway to work and then realize when I get to work, I'm going to have to borrow some money. I <laughs> left my damn wallet. Yeah. Been yeah. there, man. I ain't done it. Been there. Yeah. Been there. I'm going to have to borrow yeah. from somebody. Yeah. I'm going to have to somebody kick me I out. I got one that'll kill you. Uh-huh. This was back in the day. I've been on my way to work and forgot that I didn't even go home that night. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you didn't check in. Oh, I got some people looking for me. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't do? I just had to go to work from where I was. <laughs> you never made it back home. No. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yeah. 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 You had way to work, and you realize I had this on yesterday. <laughs> You had a good night, though. That's because you were over her house (laughs) the night before, and you knew you had to just go on in. I told told my Uh ex-wife that I fell asleep at the job (laughs) in the parking lot and just woke up and went on back in the way. I was so tired, baby. Uh I was so tired. I was so tired. Yeah, I done that. (laughs) Fix it. You'll be halfway to work and realize it's Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. What the Saturday, hell? Sunday, Saturday. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. 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 Hey. You listening to the jokes though? Yeah. <laughs> I missed. Uh, you got one, Junior? <laughs> yeah. I I've been halfway to work and realized I don't even work here no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, oh. I'm driving oh, I, my behind up to a job. I quit. I, I've done oh. that. <laughs> no, I don't even work here no more. Just out of habit, I'm going back. Junior, I did this. I done drove halfway to work and decided halfway I'm quitting today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't going back. It just immediately slowed down. Yes, Why yes. am I rushing? I'm fitting <laughs> to quit today. You gonna quit today. Yeah. Oh, how about this one? How about this one? You halfway to work. You driving, right? You you yeah. look down and you say to yourself, I am not gonna make it all day in these new shoes. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> He just gonna quit. Take these off. Yeah, yeah. You might. You gonna. You gonna need a butcher knife to cut them off. <laughs> so the you go back out with these shoes. <laughs> they hurt my feet. <laughs> they ain't gonna do it. <laughs> you ever got halfway to work? This ain't really funny. It's just true. Uh-huh. You ever got uh-huh. halfway to work and realize you don't like what you got on? Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. oh, your whole day will be messed up oh, yeah. if you yeah. don't like what you got yeah. on. You got to feel yeah, what you're wearing. You're absolutely gear. right. Man. Yeah. yeah. You ever put something on and had to just tug on it all day? <laughs> yeah. Just be pulling on it? Yeah. Sure. Like you got to sit a certain way for it to look just right? Yeah. <laughs> That's an uncomfortable feeling. That's a very uncomfortable feeling. Now, have you gone back home to change? 
Uh-uh. You no, no. No, no. Oh, you just stick it out. You only go back for the phone call. Oh, yeah, you ain't going back for nothing else but your phone. You got to go back and get that phone. Tommy do. Okay. I got one At the Harvey household, at everybody's household, that don't have anything to hide. Tommy, my wife has my code. Oh, you are totally in love. You are no, you dog. My wife, dog. Hey, dog, dog, dog. My kids, my assistant got the code to my phone. I you got my husband's code. He got mine. Deeply in love, you are. Yeah, deeply in love. Deeply I love seeing love, love like God that. God bless you, though, man. I'm glad yeah. to see that kind of stuff. I, I just ain't doing man. nothing ignorant. Yeah. That's right. That's right, Supposed to be an age limit. At one point in time, it's supposed to be a cutoff point. Who says that? Who says that? The, yes, the Lord uh, was started. <laughs> the Lord ain't put no cutoff point the on the Lord. The Lord strongly suggested. Forget what Steve is saying, ignorance will continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, well, Tommy's at that 50 year mark. <laughs> oh, That's so you saying it's time? Oh, dog, 50, 50 really too late, but it's really time then. <laughs> Because you have 100. You probably got less left than you ran already. <laughs> we got more foolish. Your race is shorter right than Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. <laughs> more foolish. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, the nephew is up with Run That Prank Back. What you got for his nephew? <laughs> Give the drama some. Give the drama some. Here it is. I'm trying to meet uh, Rich, uh, 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 Richie. Is he? Hey, Richie, how you doing? You the um, drummer for the for the band? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. What I can do for you? Okay. You also the the guy that that does, you manage. You the manager of the band too, right? Correct. 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 What's up? Okay. All do? right. All right. We want to book you guys for. I think it's going to be in February. My name's Carter. They told you I was going to be calling? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's tell you what. We're going to go through a little check minus list here, make sure we're on the same page and we got everything's going to be good that night. But I hear you guys. You got I'll tell you something. You guys come highly recommended. You know that, don't you? I appreciate that. We know that. we we the best yeah. band out there. Yeah. So it's all good. Sounds all good. Sounds perfect. All right, now let's talk about money, because that's always the most crucial thing to talk about. Now, you guys... Sounds good. Uh, you guys are supposed to be, what, about, what, 3500 from what I understand? Correct. So what time are we starting at? We're going to start 7, probably 7.30, you know, get that, okay. get that thing jumping off about 7.30. I think that's going to be good. Yeah, we could play till like, I guess, put at 10 o'clock. 7.30 to 10. Okay. Correct, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. They're not gonna get going good till about ten. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this to you right now. You, you think you guys could probably go to midnight, maybe twelve thirty, if I if I make that thing a nice five thousand dollars. Sounds good to me. We could definitely work with that. You can work with that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll accommodate. It's gonna be an awesome party. We're gonna we're gonna bring it there. Okay. All right. We got that out of the way. I tell you what. I think the main thing that we haven't gone over is we haven't gone over the songs, and that's what that's what's going to be important for this showdown. Now you 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 can I, you got a pen and a pad? You can write this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll write it down. I'll write it down. Give me a second. No, go ahead. Go all ahead. Right. Do what you got to do. All right. Yeah, yeah. I got. All right. I'm ready. I just want to be clear. You, you guys, when you go when you guys go do gigs, you do have people that want certain uh, uh, songs. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, usually, yeah. 
All right, if you got any requests, right. definitely let us know. We can accommodate. All right, all right. Well, well here we go. Uh, here we go. I, I want you to write this down. I got, I got some that we got to make sure this is going to be doing the height of the party. Here we go. Okay. Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Okay. Okay. Tennessee Whiskey. That's Chris Stapleton. You know that. Okay. My kind of party. That's Jason Aldean. Hold on for a second. Is that country music? You right. That's country music. Well, that, 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 that's everything we going to do. Everything yeah, we going to yeah. do that Saturday night is going to be country yeah, bro, music. Bro, bro. bro, I got to tell you right now, man. R&B. That's our specialty. Did you not know that? You're, you know what I'm saying? We, we played in R&B. You did not know that? Okay. Uh, no, I, 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 all I know is you guys come highly recommended. They tell me you guys can sing any thing in the world. All I know is I want some yeah, daggum country. I want some daggum country music going on right here. I understand now, that, but you know our specialty is R and B. That's our specialty. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not like we're trained monkeys where we could just learn something new last minute like that. You know what I'm saying? That's now, a now, now, genre. now, now. Let's let's get let's get one let's get one thing understood. You're the person that said monkey. I ain't said about no yo monkey. yo. I'm just no. I'm no. Yo, I didn't, I didn't you know, right? And you know that we're an R&B band. That's our big thing. That's what we promote ourselves as. Let me ask you something, Richie. Let me ask you something. Now, now you, 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 do you not, do you not want to make the $5,000 that you and I have already negotiated? I don't like being disrespected, though. You know what I'm saying? And no, I, no, nobody's like, disrespecting you, you at all. You're disrespecting We're an R&B band. We don't f*** with country. You know what I'm saying? Hang on here, Richie. You got something against country music? I have no problem with country music. It's just that we have a full horn section, which doesn't really work with country music. You know what I'm saying? We play R&B. It's not our genre. You well, know what I, mean? I, got, I got what you're used to doing, but if I don't hear uh, 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 Let Me See Your Girl by Cole Swindell, then, then that, that, it ain't going to work for me. I got to get that. I got to get Slow Burn by Tim Hicks. I got to get all my rowdy friends who are coming over by uh, Hank Williams. I mean, yo, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Kevin over at the bank is telling me that you guys can sing anything in, in, in the world. Now, I know you ain't telling me that Kevin's lying. I mean, he maybe he should have told you explicitly what we do and what we play. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never met anybody in my life like play a problem playing Garth Brooks, Chris Stapleton, Jason Aldean, Brooks and Dunn, Blake Shelton, Cole Swindell, Lady A. You gonna sit here and tell me you can't play none of these songs? I want you to get on the stage and sing these songs that we won't go. We ain't got time to find another group. Everybody's you know booked what? up I don't, now. I don't give a about your stupid party. You know what I'm saying? I, you came to us to play music. And then we told you what we do. Right now, right now. You know, right now, I feel like I feel like we had a standoff at the <laughs> Mo Corral. What the? <laughs> all right, all right, uh, all right. Let me let me talk to my band, all right? Because this is going this is going unnecessary too far. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could make it work. All right. Well, let me let me let me ask you something. Is is is, is Dre the bass player? Yeah, correct. Okay. Can I tell you something about Dre? What about him? Trey 
got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked by your boy in the band, Dre. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Okay, I got to ask you something, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Get a drummer, son. Uh-huh. Yeah. Give him some. Okay. Yeah. Now, stupid. Go ahead, Junior. Stu- huh? Stupid do what? There part. it is. <laughs> Friday, to gone. <laughs> the nephew jumping this thing off. Did you hear me? Ignorosity come around once a year. Ah, just, ah, just, come ah. on, Junior. <laughs> I got you, boy. All right, coming up at the top of the hour. Thank you, guys. Uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here's a question, guys. Should we really ever blame the other woman or the other man? Now, every time we hear that someone uh, was left, they were cheated on with another man or woman, folks, always, we always blame the person. uh, We always blame that person first. Then they blame the significant other, the spouse. We always blame the woman first. I mean, and that's down down through history. So, So the question is, who really should get the blame? I think there's enough blame to go around, quite frankly. Everybody that's involved. Yeah, but, you know, this is crazy. But normally, the woman is always the blame. I mean, when you think about it down through history, people mostly blame the woman. Yeah, yeah. So so then the question is, like, okay, so if you're in a relationship and you leave that relationship to get with someone else, whose fault is it? Is it the new person's fault? You know, the woman's fault, or is it the man's fault for leaving and, and hurting his significant other? You mean, Do but you know he, what I mean? But he had to have had, uh, you're saying, a relationship with this other person before he left his significant other, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so he was cheating. To blame? Yeah. Yeah. The or person who that cheated. Well, you know, look, whoever is in the supposed committed relationship mm-hmm. yeah. is to blame for breaking the commitment. Mm-hmm. There you That's go. That's you know. Look, there you're not. You're not. Look, you can't blame the other person. The other person ain't promised you nothing. Mm-hmm. The other the other person didn't take no vows. The other person didn't promise you nothing. Your directed anger should be at the person who broke the commitment there to you, go. who okay. broke your trust. That's your problem. Now you can feel. Now if you see her. You're going to have a problem with it. Because she knew that you were in a relationship. Why didn't she leave you alone? That That's the other argument. You know what I'm saying? That's the mm-hmm. argument on the other side. Well, she knew we were in a relationship. Why was she in it if she already knew he had a girl or vice versa? Why did he pursue it is the bigger yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, because, see, if it, it wasn't be. her, mm-hmm. it would have been somebody else. Right. Because right, if he's in the pursue other women business, it, it doesn't matter that it's her. Mm-hmm. If it's not her, it's going to be somebody else. He's pursuing. Right. Yeah, because he in the pursue game. But the women, so m- most of the time, gets blamed. Get blamed for that. Women do. She knew yeah. we were in a relationship. They, women don't usually blame the men if the men cheat. I mean, after the fact, yeah, but... And and they go so far as to take the man back that has cheated on I've them. I've seen it done, Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. I've well, seen that But done. the woman oh, is outcast. Yeah, we, they threw with her. Yeah, they're done. Hmm. So you said blame the person that 
with the commitment. I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I do too. That's no, how it that's should go. That's how it should go, but it doesn't often go that way. You're right, though. Mm. Yep. Well, I blame my best friend for breaking up with me. Huh? Breaking up what? Wait, what? Our relationship I had. He he dated. He ended up messing around with my girlfriend long, long time ago. But I blamed his ass. I did. Uh, Junior, is, is we Tom? Is we, uh, well, don't don't say that, Tommy. Okay. You know who it is. Okay. Everything gets okay. so personal okay. on this show. I know. I'm trying. To, but I, he I, know who it is. See, see, we comedians. I know. That's how we we we. The we, jokes it's, come it's, from yeah, that. It's yeah. therapy. <laughs> It's okay. jokes that come from that. I hate so when what he, happened, I hate Junior? when he go down this highway. Man, what, 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 what happened, happen? Junior? Yeah. I I come back, and then I catch them kissing on the couch. Like, oh, dog. Oh. But they looked at me like, you going to put that in the kitchen? No, I'm not going to put that in the kitchen. <laughs> I told this boy. I told him. I, you no. were there, Tommy? What? You were there? No, he look, you, know, you know, he looking like we you were with, like, we were with each other every other two days. You know? <laughs> Tommy, no. Uh, he looking like, are oh, you gonna put that down right there? No, I just caught you kissing my girl. Yeah, <laughs> put it down. But what, now, what you went to the store or something? Yeah, oh. and you left them alone in the house. Yeah, and you but, come. But this your boy. Yeah. When you come back, you open the door. You know they'll see you. I said, oh, I, I, oh man, you got to be kidding me. Uh, but he looking at me like, oh, what's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> you gonna put that in the kitchen? Like he leaving like you gonna put that in the kitchen? Like the Drakes <laughs> is going in the kitchen right now. Uh, Junior, if you the, the Coca Cola. If you yeah. if you'd have whooped his ass back in like I said, we wouldn't be even talking about it. Everything <laughs> is in violence. Uh, no. But that's how you get past it. That's why we've been Yeah, but see now, if, if I walk in to my house uh-huh. and my partner kissing my girl on the couch, yeah, it's finna be some hell up in here. Yeah, it's finna be some real hell up in here. Cause dog, my house dog, and you think less of me? You don't even have enough respect for me. Uh-huh. You already disrespected me with my girl, and so is she disrespecting me with you. Mm-hmm. But you gonna come in my house like I ain't nothing? Oh no, dog! I promise you, me and your ass is at war. But see, and that's normally what happens, Steve. That's normally what happens. What? That's nor- that's normally what happens, what you just said. But earlier you said it's the responsibility of the one who's in the commitment. Yeah, but see, no. If you, here you see and see. But there now. are exceptions. Well, it's two different things. She's wrong. She's wrong. And there's a double standard. No, I get it, but I'm saying. No, it ain't no this, double standard. Sure. This is what. Okay, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I'm, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Now, go ahead. we in this here. Mm-hmm. But now, if you my dude. Yeah. And I know you. See, now we got to go into man code. Mm-hmm. Man code is you don't do your boys, girl. It's too many right. women out right. here right. that's available. Right. So now you over here in mine. Then you in my house. Yeah, that's what happened to Keir. Same thing. Well, I wasn't at my house. It was, at <laughs> it her, was house. her house. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah. I was a comedian. You know, I but just thought I had no really. I was with her just for shelter. But it was your friend, though. <laughs> you don't, they don't even understand. Yeah. Uh, we had to stay at places for shit. Yeah, yeah, that's, this is true now. Yeah. yeah where, so you, where you I at told the girl I love her four places. <laughs> yeah. When I was homeless, man, I probably told about six girls I was in love. And they believed you and let you and stay And I was there. in love with them because they let me stay there for uh-huh. the weekend. Oh, I had to love you. That was yeah. nice. No, they come home while I be cooking everything. You be doing everything with Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And just, no, just, just, just know that Junior, we can still whoof his ass. He's still around. Oh, will you stop? All right, all right, oh, listen. Still in Houston. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
It's time now for comedy roulette, fellas. So come on, Jay okay. Anthony Let me Brown. explain it. Yeah. Let me explain it. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Here's what we do. You take four subjects. You put them on a wheel, spun the wheel, where the wheel stop because we're professional comedians. We will do the damn thing. Uh, uh, things Christians say when they cuss. Mm. Huh. Okay. Things you say to your banker when you're overdrawn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, things you didn't know were in the fridge that have gone bad, not until you open it. And the last one is things people say at a funeral who overdo it. Okay. Right. Wheel. That bank. Let's get that bank. That bank. That bank. <laughs> Tommy, what's in that refrigerator, though? <laughs> what? <laughs> what we got? Uh-oh. Things people, people say. say at a funeral who overdo it. All right, all right, all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Junior. <laughs> Things people say at a funeral that overdo it. Right. Mm. Mm. When is you going to sit your ass down? <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> is that how the church? That's right in there. <laughs> this funeral, this funeral is so nice. I hate I'm going to miss mine. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He lucky he did because she can't sing worth a damn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Things people say at a funeral who overdo it. Yeah. Know, he sure died good. Ooh. How do you do that? He died so good. Mm. Come on, Junior. That little dark one over there, mm-hmm. that wasn't even his. Oh, oh. oh. That's a black funeral right there, for real. <laughs> for real. That was fast. Well, you know, she was she was cremated, but she always wanted a hot smoking body. She always wanted to. Oh! <laughs> said that out These people say who overdo it at a funeral. I'm so sad you don't. I'm going to see you later, no matter where you go. Heaven or hell, I'll see you. Come on, Steve. Ain't nobody here love him like I did. <laughs> nobody loved him like I did. <laughs> Doing the most. I tell you what, though. What I'm most interested in seeing, mm-hmm. how they mm. going to get him to that hearse? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? He would have wanted me to sing Staying Alive. He really would have wanted me yeah. to sing Staying Alive. <laughs> he can't be dead. He can't be dead. I just saw him yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Good job, as always. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Go ahead. Well, yes. now, <laughs> what you about to hear... Mm-hmm. It's pure Wiki. comedic genius. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I must lay a disclaimer. This is going to be a little edgy. <laughs> it's it's going to ruffle a couple of feathers. So I'm just letting you know this. This is J. Anthony Brown. He asked me, could he hands? do it? Uh-huh. And I... Kind of got an idea. I don't know exactly what it is, <laughs> uh-huh. but I'm in support of comedy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying we're doing this with a disclaimer okay. that mm. no one can call us and say nothing about it. I don't know exactly what he going to do, Uh-oh. but it could ruffle some feathers. Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown.
All right, what I'm what I'm about to do right now uh-huh. is every year a lot of people, good people, you know, meaning good, have Kwanzaa parties. Now, okay, let's stop ever, right there. Yes, I don't think it's a lot of people. But you can go ahead. You must be trying to build this joke up a little bit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to build it up. It's not a lot of Kwanzaa parties. How about this, Steve? People have a Kwanzaa party and don't a lot of people come and they wonder why people don't come. Uh-huh. What I have is suggestions to get more people to your Kwanzaa party. Okay. Number one. Offer a free dashiki to anybody who will show up. <laughs> One size fit all. Soon as you get there, right here. bam. Right here. Learning. Everybody that shows up to yes. your Kwanzaa party, you get a free bean pie. If you don't like beans, <laughs> we'll give you sweet potato. If, okay, everybody don't like beans. I like bean pie. Oh my God. I love bean pie. Okay, now this one is really good. This is really, really good. If you have a Kwanzaa party, Steve, you uh-huh. can demonstrate what I mean by this. Do Uh-oh. not have more than two philosophizing brothers or sisters at your party. <laughs> no more than two. You don't want more than two in there. You don't want two. You know, you brothers, want... let me say this about this time, this <laughs> yeah. period that we partake yeah. of in this equestrious yeah. moment. Yes. Of history defiling yes. Yes. Uh, the gratuitousness yes. and yes. the barbariousness mm-hmm. of what these holidays are. Two. Two. That's Two. why we celebrate Kwanzaa. But I dare say, though, brother, <laughs> you don't, you don't want that we, we have capitulate this situation <laughs> knowing that it is phagorically not a capability of scientific split. Let let me interject some sensibility into this conversation, okay? Because you don't want a whole bunch of them at your party, okay? It, it okay. tears up the mood. Number five, ease uh-huh. up. This is very important. Ease up. You know what mm-hmm. ease up mean, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ease uh-huh. up on the incense and sage, okay? Because the back of my nose is burning. Yeah. <laughs> how, my, how my shoes smell like fake. <laughs> I got a headache. Nauseous. It's too much. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you two more. My greens like... taste like saint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. You want, number seven. You want to play something other than the Lion King and, this is very important, the African drummers don't have to play all night long. Okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> they don't, Shirley, they don't. <laughs> And last but not least, uh-huh. last but not least, don't tell nobody it's a Kwanzaa party. Just tell them to come <laughs> over, okay? <laughs> but you're going to have to tell them something. You got to have a lot of I'm having a party. Surprise. <laughs> I'm having a party. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, coming up next. Junior's uh, for the nephew uh, with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. Why my cornbread smell like incense? You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. Right now, though, it is the nephew's turn to give us the prank phone call for today. What you got, Neff? Wax dad ass. Huh? <laughs> Wax dad ass. Oh, my God. That's the prank? It's early. Okay. Well, we going to wax that ass early. <laughs> Carla going to get you, though. I'm just drained. I know. <laughs> What's what wrong, wrong with you? That, that, that stupidity overruns you, Carl. Man. Yes. Boy, just say it like that, huh? Stop it. I'm going to say it again. Wax that ass. Here we go. Run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Owen, please. Yeah, this is Owen. Hi, Owen. This is Ramon. I'm giving you a call. Um, well, we're just confirming your appointment at 11 on Thursday, and I wanted to make sure you're a new client, so we wanted to make sure that you were okay. Wait a minute. Uh, appointment for what? You have a spa treatment scheduled um, at 11 on Thursday. You did receive a spa treatment from your wife for Christmas? Um, but I don't remember being set up for anything or any appointment. Well, she's made an appointment for you. For 11 o'clock on this coming Thursday. I'm just calling to confirm that you would definitely be in to the salon. Well, I thought this was like a couple's massage or something like that. So what is the treatment all about? Which, what, what do you guys, I don't, I don't understand. Um, well, she's got you signed up for, let me look. She's got you signed up for us to actually wax your back and your buttocks on Thursday. And we actually have a special that we have a, um, a manzillion, which is a Brazilian. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. We have a this, manzillion. This, is, this, is, this isn't for real. Sir, we have you lined up for an appointment. If you don't want the appointment, please let us know. Wax my my back and my ass. Get the hell out of here. Manzillion? What the it's, is a manzillion? It, your, your, your wife has set you up for a back and butt hair removal which is waxing, and what I'm saying is a manzillion is if you would like that, we would remove all the hair from your private area as well. Yeah, try again, man. There's no way I'm getting my private wax. What, so I can be hairless? Like a, like a, <laughs> no way. Get out of here. Evidently, if your wife has set you up for this, maybe she's not into all, you, have, you evidently have a lot of hair on your back, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm a hairy guy, but she's never said anything about it. She likes it. She, okay. She, she calls me her well, little gorilla. She loves it. Well, maybe there's a mix of communication because this is the thing she's asking us to do is to remove your hair. Yeah, no, that's not happening. And if she's going to have to tell me yourself, and there's no way I'm going in to have somebody rip the hair off my back and my ass and my private. You kidding me? Get the out of here. This is crazy. Sir, this is, this is a very professional procedure. It won't take long. We'll have you in and out within 45 minutes, but you're going to be 45 minutes. 40, 45 it's going to take 45 minutes. minutes to rip off all of this hair? That sounds like torture. you kidding me? Okay, sir. You know, no, do you, no, do you not, no. I think we're done. I think what do you mean we're done? We're, no, we're I, not I mean, done I mean because, I'm, I'm going to no. tell her to get a refund. Not, no one's getting a refund, okay? There's not going to be a refund. Now, you're supposed to come in at 11. This is something that she wants you to do. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Listen to me. I am not getting waxed. That's not something a man does. There's no 
way I'm doing that. If this is for real, I'm going to have a talk with her as soon as she gets home because, no, no, no. Sir, sir, right now, right now, you are disrespecting my profession. That's what you're doing. Okay, okay look, I'm right. not, I, I, don't, I don't know what this is all about. I don't, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but there's no way I'm doing this, all right? I'm not getting it back. No. There's no way. Okay. So, evidently, your wife wants it, or she wouldn't have purchased it from us to have you come in and get it done. Well, yeah, so I'm going to have to talk to her about that. I mean, if there's something she wants waxed, you can wax her private. That's cool. But a man has hair. I mean, it's... it's well, if she men made have an appointment, hair. then she's serious about getting it done. Uh, yeah, well, I'm serious about not going. So, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know how, how I can explain that to you. I'm not coming in. You can reschedule it for somebody else. I'll talk to her when she gets home, but that's that's it. I'm just. I'm well, your to... wife has paid two hundred dollars for this procedure. What? Did you say two hundred dollars? Your wife has paid two hundred dollars for this procedure. Yeah. No. She's she's got to get a refund. You guys are. No, this is. This, wait a minute, sir. Sir. Owen, this is non-refundable. So there is no money coming back. I will let you know okay. that. Two hundred f***ing bucks? There's no f***ing way. you got to be f***ing kidding me. To, 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 to take hair off of my back and my Two hundred bucks? Sir, this is a very reputable spa here. I, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to go to the dollar store and get a, a, a pack of razors. For a dollar, and she's gonna do it herself, and I'll give her, I'll give her ten bucks. If she's good, I'll give her a tip, and that's the five, fifteen bucks. I'm done. I'm saved. Two hundred bucks. There's no way. There is no way we are paying that money, and you guys are keeping that money. There's no way. Okay, do you understand? There's no. No, there's there definitely way not a. There is not a refund, Mr. Owen. There's definitely not a refund, Mr. Owen. What the, who the are you? There's no way. And I'm going to talk I'm to Ramon. I am Ramon here at the spa. And your wife came in and purchased this wonderful gift for you for Christmas. R- and R- Ramon, Ramon. Acting, I don't give no, a you're Ramon. Listen to ass me. Now. You're not respecting my profession. You're acting I don't, ass. I, look, look. I'm not trying to disrespect you, but I don't care about the, the profession. There's no way. That's, actually, that's robbery. Charging somebody 200 bucks to rip off hair off their, their body. There's no way. I'm just not doing it. And I'm going to talk to her. She's going to do it herself. I'm pissed because you're disrespecting my profession and you're not coming in at 11. I was, you were supposed to come in at 11 so we could wax your back and your butt, and now you're saying no. There, there will be nothing waxed. I'm not coming in at 11. I'm not coming in ever. She's going to take care of this. So you don't have to worry about it, Ramon. I mean, well, all respect no to you, refund. but no. I need you to no. know that, Mr. Owen. There is no refund, okay? I mean, this, this is ridiculous. I don't even know why I'm talking to you. Your cousin Peter, have you spoken to him lately? How the f*** do you know Peter? Peter got me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got fucked <laughs> by yo. You just Get got some f- out of here. <laughs> this, I, I knew this was There's no f- way. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, man, he's going to get it. I got to ask you something, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. No doubt. <laughs> Did I wax him? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you I wax too much, Tommy. <laughs> the strawberry letter is coming up. The subject, my husband <laughs> has lost his mind. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Right now it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need any advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, my husband has lost his mind. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 47-year-old female in my third year of marriage, in my third marriage. Uh, my husband and I have been married for five years, and he treats me like a queen. But I feel like he hates my 17-year-old daughter. This is his first marriage, and he has no children, so it's shocking that he acts like a drill sergeant with my daughter. He calls her lazy and fusses at her constantly about her chores. He expects her to take out the trash daily and do a few other things that I think he should be doing as the man of the house. My daughter is an honor student and in extracurricular activities, so she has a busy schedule during the week. I will admit that she can be lazy and her room is always quite messy, but she is a typical teenager. Despite the way he speaks to her, she is always kind and mannerable to him. Her biological father died earlier this year, and it affected her, but she's dealt with it quite well. My husband has not stepped up into the role as her dad. He refuses to attend any of her school activities with me. She graduates in June, and she's been accepted to a local college that's in our city. She plans to stay at home instead of live on campus because it's a lot less expensive. When my husband found this out, he told me that she could not stay with us anymore. He told me that we are giving her some money for graduation so she can move into her own apartment close to the college. This really made me mad. This is my child and I will not allow her to be mistreated like this. I told him that he needs professional help. This is causing problems in our relationship, but my child comes first. He said I am being too sensitive and that she needs to be on her own to learn more responsibility. What do you think? Please help. Well, I mean, I agree with most of what you had to say in your letter. Uh, your husband, I think, is out of line, and he's way too harsh. I mean, there's disciplining, and then there's just cruelty, just plain cruelty. Uh he doesn't understand, uh, obviously, that when he married you, he also should have taken in your child as well. I mean, she's almost grown, but she's still at home. She's still in school. So she's a child still at this point. Uh, you yourself said that your daughter is respectful. She's an honor student. Uh, she's mannerable with him. Uh, she has a busy school schedule. And, and not to mention that her father just recently passed, okay? So you have to take all that into consideration. Now, she definitely should keep her room clean and all of that. She shouldn't be lazy. But I haven't heard anything here that says she's any different than uh, any other teenager. I mean, this is kind of, this is what I did as a teen. My room was a mess. You know, I could, my mom was always calling me to do stuff. Okay, that's what we do as teenagers um, as we try to figure it out. Uh, yes, I, I think your, your husband and, and your daughter, your whole family uh, should get some type of therapy. I agree with that. You you know, I doubt if he'll go, though. Um, you have to speak up. You have to speak up more on your behalf, on your daughter's behalf. Uh, it sounds like a situation that's only going to get worse. I mean, I understand that he wants her to have more responsibility and all that. And talk to her. Maybe she will move out on her own. But this is just not the way to handle it. He's being mean. And I think he should take out the trash. I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, he should take it out. Steve? <clears throat> I mean, dude, come on. I mean, really, bro? Yeah. Come on, man. 
of, of all the things we need to tend to in this world, of all these things we need to get right, you've chosen her as the what's wrong in this world? I mean, it just, just now I know this is a one-sided letter being written by this lady, but if any of this is true, just as a man, you have to take responsibility to the side of it that we as men have to bear up under. Number one, you chose this woman to be your wife. Your wife has a child. It's a package. You got to understand that going in. Now, if you love this woman, then you have to love the things that she loves. Her child happens to be something she loves. So now you got to get with it. You're not her father, but you can be her daddy. This is his first marriage and he has no children. So it's shocking that he acts like a drill sergeant with my daughter. No, it's not, because he don't know how to raise kids. So you're talking to this girl like like a drill sergeant. Are you kidding me? Come on, man, what's wrong with you? He calls her lazy and fusses at her constantly about her chores. He expects her to take out the trash daily and do a few things that I think he should be doing as man at house. No, 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 man. I got four daughters. I've never asked them to take the trash out. Now they damn brothers. Better get their ass up and get this trash out. Let me come downstairs and the trash can full and y'all stay up past me. That's how this works, dog. What are you asking your young lady to grow up to be? To fend for herself? She'll know how to fend for herself. Let's look at the upside. Before we talk about what's wrong with the girl, let's talk about what's right with her. She on honor roll. She's law-abiding, and she's respectful of you at all times. That's a good kid. She on the honor roll. She respectful, and she's law-abiding. This is a good kid. Her room dirty. Man, what? Bruh, you out of line, man. You... You got to do a little growing up here. Now, the mom says, I will admit she could be lazy and her room is always quite messy. But she's a typical teenager, and that's true. And despite the way he speaks to her, she's always kind and manable to him. We'll get into the rest of the letter when I get back. I'm going to tell you what else is wrong with your dog. And you ain't <laughs> got to feel this from me. Therapy ain't finna help your ass. You need to change the way you treat this girl. And you ain't got to go sit down with nobody to do that. You got to stop treating her like a little boy and treat her like a princess because what you're teaching her now is that a man should be yelling at her a man should be bossing her and a man should be making her do things that's what you're training this girl right here that's why you're out of line all right we'll be back with part two of your response to today's strawberry letter subject my husband has lost his mind you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. Uh, my husband has lost his mind. You said you were mad when we left for break. Well, you know, I'm kind of yeah. angry. This 47-year-old lady, she's on the third marriage. Her husband and her have been married for five years. The daughter's 17, so he's been in the girl's life since she's 12, and probably a little bit before that. Because you just got married five years ago. Mm-hmm. You probably dated for a period before that. So he's known this girl for over five years. She had a dad in her life, which is probably one of the things he pissed off about. And they had some type of relationship. But her biological father has passed and it affected her. She was always respectful to this guy. But this guy just talks to her like a drill sergeant. Call her lazy, fuss at her constantly about her chores. Expects her to take out the trash daily. You got a little girl and you want her to take the trash out daily. Now y'all could disagree with me if you want to. I'm cool with it. I don't really mind. I've treated my little girls different than I treated my boys. I've never made them girls take out their trash. 
You know, if you got a man in the house, why is this girl taking this trash right. out? I mean, period. Now, look, man, you can call it what you want to call it, but you can call it double standards or you can't be treating all y'all out there talking about women need to learn how to take care of themselves. The girl is in school as an honor roll student. She's 17. She's respectful and she law-abiding. She's a great kid. She's just trying to figure it out. She's 17, her room junkie. So what? Quit going in there. Typical teenager. Hell, I just quit going in my kids' room. Hell, <laughs> live how you want to live. But don't bring that junk out here in the house, though. Because our house stay looking nice. Because Marjorie ain't having it. So now, you're sitting up in here. My daughter is an honor roll student in extracurriculum activities. She's got a busy schedule during the week. She's a little lazy. Despite the way he speaks to her, she's always kind and, and, man, and uh, uh, mannerable to him. Her biological father died this year, and it affected her, but she's dealt with it quite well. My husband has not stepped up into the role as her dad. He refuses to attend any of her school activities with me. Yo, bruh, are you kidding me? Man. Your wife has one child. You won't attend none of the school events with her. Why? Now, look, man, if you don't want to be her daddy, you shouldn't have signed up to be the, the husband. Right. Because it's a package. And now more than ever, the girl could use a dad. But now her image of a man right now is somebody barking at her, somebody making her take out the trash, somebody constantly degrading her. So now her idea of a man's love is you? Are you kidding me, man? You're wrong on so many levels. She graduates in June. She's been accepted at a local college that's in our city. She plans to stay at home instead of live on campus because it's a lot less expensive. Excuse me. And now she's got the nerve to even in spite of the way you treat her, look out and be responsible enough to say, hey, it would cost you all less money if I just stayed here. Your husband found this out and he told me that she could not stay with us anymore. Bruh, are you kidding me? You gonna throw the 18-year-old girl out? Dog, what's wrong with you? Have you lost your ever-loving mind? He told me that we're giving her some money for graduation so she can move in her own apartment close to the college this really made me mad. This is my child, and I will not allow her to be mistreated like this. I told him that he needs professional help. This is causing problems in our relationship, but my child comes first. He says I'm being too sensitive. She needs to be on her own to learn more responsibility. What do you think? 17 ain't the time for a girl to go learn responsibility. I'm sorry. No, it ain't. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. And now one of my kids had to move out at 17. Not them girls. Now, soon as them boys get into their second year of college and they get apartments, they ass is gone. gone. Don't can't come back. Don't don't even look over here. You can ask Winton right now. Dad, what they doing in my room? Excuse me, excuse me. That's not your room. That's your daddy's new closet. <laughs> yeah. Not the closet. No, I turn no, no, no. Winton's room is daddy's new closet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. See, see, you you don't say it no more. Lori mm. just moved out. Lori still got a room at the house. Dad, don't take my bed down. All right, person. That's it. She still got a room. Baby girl. Winter's other room in L.A. had already been converted. He can come stay here. <laughs> but it ain't your damn room. Ain't none of your stuff in here. <laughs> See, sir, first of all, at 18 is not time for her to go out on her own and learn responsibilities. You can't throw a young girl out to the wolves like that. Uh, first and secondly, this is the wife's, your wife's daughter. It's a package deal. You can't put the package out because you want to be alone. Uh, first of all, 
Women shouldn't have to take out trash unless they have to. So your ass takes the trash out. Sorry. Right. Secondly, sir, you don't have any parenting skills, and you need to develop some. This is not a boy you're talking to. It's a young lady, and she needs a daddy in her life right now. Her father passed. She needs to see a man show some love and respect and kindness to her so she'll get an idea of what love looks like. For Now, you throw her out the house. Now her idea of a man is somebody who barks at her, talks to her like a drill sergeant, requires that she takes out the trash and puts her out. So now you done put the little sheep out there with the wolves. What you think going to happen to this little girl on her own who has no real life skills? Because you won't show her what real love looks like. He probably doesn't know. You cannot separate a woman and her child. That's not the way it works. You are wrong in every aspect of this thing. All right, more on the Strawberry Letter when we come back at uh, 41 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are with this Strawberry Letter. Uh, uh, The subject, my husband has lost his mind. A 47-year-old woman wrote in. She's a wife in her third marriage. Uh, She's been married for five years to a man who she says treats her like a queen, but treats her 17-year-old daughter like he hates her. Here's the deal. He hasn't responded. It's not his child. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have that bond. He has no bond. Mm -hmm. But the mistake he made was asking this woman to marry him. Because a woman who has a child, that's a package. You cannot expect to separate them two. No. A woman is not going to forsake her child. They're not going to do it. Not, Not no real mother. No, 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 no. You can carry that somewhere else. Now, hold on, partner. I love you, but you finna do what to this baby? No, no, no. You talking about the one she carried? The one she gave birth to? No, no, you're not gonna do no harm to her. Now, and don't push her, because you're gonna find out that if she got to make the choice, she, like every other animal in the wild, is gonna protect the baby. That's her job. And, I mean, what a great kid, Steve. I mean, she just recently lost her own dad. Seems like he would want to step in and just try to be there for her. No, he wants her out because this dude is a simple-minded ass that ain't got a damn clue on what giving really means. And you have to learn what giving is. And we as fathers have to set better examples for our daughters as to what real men look like so they can have a better example of what to pick when they get out there. So many women are damaged today because of the relationship that their father did not have with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so many women end up looking for love in all the wrong places because yep. they don't know what love really looked like. Fathers are mm-hmm. so important. They're right, so and now important. here you are at a very impressionable age of this girl's life giving her an example of a man and what it looks like. And it's not a good view of manhood. Mm-hmm. That you can talk to her this way, treat her this way, bark at her like a drill sergeant, expect her to take out trash, and want to put her out the house because she done graduated from high school. Who puts their daughter out the house because they graduated from high school? But Hell, I didn't get put out my daddy's right. house when I graduated from high school. Right. And then she's Hell. still kind and mannerable to him and respectful to him, even in spite of all of this. Yeah, he mean. Yeah, he's, he's, he's mean. just a wrong, yeah, wrong mean, man. cruel guy he just is something's wrong that's why i say he should get some therapy he really should yeah 
But see, I don't know what game he played to get her. He treats her like a queen, she says. No. Dog, you finna have this lady on her fourth man. Yeah. Yeah. Because, dog, you, but the marriage can be saved, you know, because he treats the woman like a queen. But then you got to treat the princess like a princess. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But the- dog, it's real simple. However you're treating the wife, you got to treat the daughter like a version of the wife. Yeah. Comments to steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, according to a report published in American Psychologist, people who listen to others without actually seeing them are better able to determine that person's emotional state. The tone of a person's voice expresses emotion more than the face, where it's easier to hide such emotions. Hmm. Less is more. When trying to figure out how people feel, because when you are just listening to a person, you are focused on just that. But if you are both listening and looking, your attention is divided. So, Steve, do you think you're a good listener? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to I'm a great people. listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for a man, for a man, I'm a good listener. (laughs) (laughs) Qualified ass remarks. Yeah, I mean, you know, because we do listen differently. Mm -hmm. I'll admit that. I think women are far superior at it. But for a man, I'm a a good listener. Yeah, and you have to. You have to be in your line of work. But, you know, the reason women listen because there's a more of a, a richer and deeper exchange. We listen just to the point where we can provide a solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we it. want to move on to something else. Yeah. Women mm-hmm. women dig into it a lot deeper and richer. Mm-hmm. We just try to provide a solution. Yeah, we want all the facts, what happened, and then what he said. Then what does she mm-hmm. say, girl? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and right. then what happened? And then what happened? <laughs> yeah. Right. See, we right, don't right, need right. all that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What do you need? What do y'all need? Are we just, what, I mean, what, <laughs> what, what you when? trying to get out of this? Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, let's see it. Call him and tell him no. Mm. And, and do I you got it. what? What time? I got it down to a science. I can actually be on the phone with my wife. I know when to say, uh huh. What? 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 Really? And not and yep. but not listening to none of it. But yep. know how let to me, jump let me, in. Let me, and well, let me stop oh, you, Tommy. Okay. Huh? She's listening right now. So you sure you wanna? Huh? What? <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> to you, you better fix it. Huh? Your wife is what? listening. <laughs> Who? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Okay. Man, we need to go down now. Hmm? So, huh? <laughs> so, so your uncle listens to provide a solution. You don't listen at all. I listen right. to get through the day. What? 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 <laughs> so you what? don't care. You don't exactly. care what huh? she's saying. What? Who? What? Where's Jordan? Who? Oh, okay. No. Yeah, so, Trey. Uh-huh. So you, so know, you tune no. her out? He you engages. Out? He makes her think she's engaging him. About kids. But the phone, you, you got the phone on speaker. You lying. And it's just what? sitting down there and you're just. When that happened? His food said, you lying. Yeah. <laughs> when that Are you acting? Are you acting? Uh-huh. Are you in character? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> now, now, they did what now? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Mm. Well, when she yeah. says, mm-hmm. are you listening to me, what do you say? Babe, I'm hearing that thing you're saying. You're going to hear that part. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hear that. Now. Yeah. Okay, well, tell me what I just said. Oh, that's what I hate when they uh, do that. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Okay, okay, well, tell me what I just, just said. Just tell me what I just said, then. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> 
No, you're you're trapped at that point. Oh. Get out of that, Steve. Tell me what I just said. I said you just said tell you what you just said. <laughs> tell me what I just said. Oh, don't get cute with it. You right. know what I mean. Well, what do you think I should do? But what? I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, probably, really, honestly, though, honestly, uh-huh. though, Carla, y'all just pray about it. That always so should I take all, all the money out of the bank? No, no, no. Oh, now you're listening. Now you're listening. We need to pray about it. <laughs> right. Dear Heavenly Father, he said no. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, he said no. <laughs> Very interesting, guys. Interesting. Uh, Inter- uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so there's this website called MorningConsult.com. It came out with the most loved sports media personalities, like a list of who's the most beloved on down the list. They found that Peyton Manning is the most beloved personality in sports media right now. Now, would you guys beg to differ with that? I don't. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah. Well, you know why it is, though? His commercials, All his commercials. Exactly right. All his endorsements. Yeah. People really love his commercials. Sports media personality. Yeah, the it's, most loved. It's, it's, it's Serena as well. So okay, okay. <laughs> all right. I'm not mad at you about uh, that. Media personality. Yeah. Personality. Yeah. That, well, that's, uh, Serena, all that to me. So yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, people love Peyton Manning's uh, commercials, Tommy. And Serena has a couple of commercials out. That Lincoln commercial is really mm-hmm. cute. But anyway, they love his guest appearances and his shows. Now, rounding out the top five are uh, Al Michaels, Dan Patrick, Jim Nance, uh, Charles Barkley. <laughs> what? Yes. My yes. man Charles yes. is in the top five? Yes. If he yes. was here, he'd probably say something like this. Uh, Ernie ain't made the top five. Uh, 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 right now, Shaq ain't making in the top five. Kenny not in there. Uh, uh, I'm only in the top five. That's all I need to know. <laughs> hey, what about Stephen A. Smith? Finish, finish, Stephen A. Smith not in the top five. <laughs> Ain't none of them in the top five. <laughs> All right, Charles. Thank you, Charles, and congratulations. Buckley, Thank man. you very much. Thank you. You're one of the most loved sports media personalities, okay? All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, what you got? All right, y'all, check this out. Sand and Soul Festival next year on Labor Day 2020. We're taking over the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana for an all-inclusive experience that you won't forget, okay? What do I mean when I say all-inclusive? I mean your food is included at all nine of the restaurants, room service is included, all the snack bars is included, all your alcohol is absolutely free, all your event tickets are included, your transportation to and from the airport is included, unlimited resort credits, which can give you spa packages, gift store items, golf, and a whole lot more. That's what I mean by all-inclusive. We're bringing you A-list entertainment, comedy shows, spades, dominoes tournaments, pool parties, cigar lounges, makeup and hair expo, and concerts. And when you get done with all that, you can head over to the Hard Rock Casino and try your luck. That's where Steve Harvey will be. Now, here's the big thing. Now through December 31st, listen, everybody, you can reserve your package for only a $99 deposit. That's a Christmas gift somebody can open up and go, baby, 
We going to Punta Cana. You feel me? All inclusive, sand and soul. Bam. $99. So give us a call. 1-800-684-2825. 1-800-684-2825. Or go to Steve Harvey, sand and soul. Dot com. I will see you Labor Day out on the beach kicking it. <laughs> I'm finna go sign up right now. Hard kicking ass kicking it. Man. <laughs> Just kicking it. I'm going to sign up right I'm now. I'm talking about flexed up so hard, catch mm-hmm. cramps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Fun. $99 special all the way to December 31st. Put that down on it. Put something on it right now. $99. Lay away. Put something on it, baby. Put, Put something, something on, on it. it. Put something on it. Put something on it. I got five on it. Put it on mm. layaway. If you it ain't never put something on it before, yeah. man. Put something on, put on it. it. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I get your brownie points too this weekend. If you do that this when weekend, when you put some on it, yeah, ooh, he put some on it though, girl. He came by here and put some on it. He did, man. Mm. Ooh, I think I love him. <laughs> oh, you got some shoes for Christmas? Ah, girl, I'm going to Punta Cana. <laughs> <laughs> How you know? Cause he put some on it. Cause he put some on it. Different conversation. <laughs> I like it. I like your jacket. That's cute. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I like your jacket. Oh, me? I'm mm-hmm. going to pull the con. All right, thank you. We will be back with closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day. Um, Steve, you have some closing remarks to leave us with. Yeah, this is... How do you get the right equipment and tools and things you need to start out on the road to success? Because everybody could do it, but you have to make the decision. Well, one of the ways is, is I mean, at one point in time, just on a spiritual note, we got to make some attempt to be better. I mean, come on, man. We, you can't keep doing wrong intentionally. You can't just knowingly be on the wrong side of the law. You can't intentionally just be out here just messing over folks and and expect goodness to come your way. I mean, none of us can do that. When I'm wrong, I'm making mistakes, I can't expect, you know, things to go my way. You know, if you're out here and you're just messing over folks, you can't expect not to get messed over. You can't live a life of crime and then be asking for the blessings of God. God can't bless your mess, man. He can't put his finger on that. Lord, as I go out here, go with me, Heavenly Father, as I rob this bank. Whoa, 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 partner, partner, partner. Slow down, slow down. Let's think about this for a second. All of us has a good and a bad side. Most of us know the difference, unless you're ill. Most of us know the difference between right and wrong. Most of us have some type of conscience. Most of us do. Now, to ignore your conscience doesn't mean that you don't have one. Most of us, if we make mistakes, you know, there's there's no remorse, no nothing. You just don't, you don't care. You're just going about your life doing what you want to do. It don't work. And you know why it don't work, man? Because God can't put nothing into that. 
Somebody sent this to me, and I'm going to share it with you because it, it, it's, it's what we're talking about right now. Nobody puts money in a vending machine when it's out of order. Don't nobody do that. You, you sitting up, it's got a sign on it, and it says it's out of order. Nobody puts money in the vending machine when it's out of order. So why would God put something in you when you're out of order? Nobody puts money in the vending machine when it's out of order. So why would God put something in you when you're out of order? Now, I'm not saying that God won't put something in you if you make mistakes. I'm not saying God won't put nothing into you if you ask for forgiveness, because he will, because he's done it for me and millions of other people like me over and over and over again. God forgives. God God is in the help you get it together business. But wait a minute, man, hold up now. Nobody puts money in a vending machine when it's out of order, so why would God put something into you when you're out of order? When he know you ain't even trying. See, God ain't crazy. He knows all. He knows your heart. There are good people who make mistakes all the time. I'm one of them, I think. I think I'm a good person. But I make mistakes, man. You can be a good person and make mistakes. God know your heart. If But if you out here intentionally walking around, stepping on people, messing over people, using people, manipulating people, but you want something from God all the time, Come on, man. You you don't forgive nobody, but you steady asking God to forgive you. So you just go, you don't, so he gave us the Lord's Prayer. So he gave us the Lord's Prayer, but we all ignore that. And there's two versions of it. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Or forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. I've heard both versions. I like trespassing because it means to go over the line. So forgive us our, you talking to God now. This is the Lord's prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So now, you don't forgive nobody. Can't nobody do you wrong and ever say nothing to you again. I'll show you, you going to fix everybody that do something to you. Ain't no forgiveness. But then you do something, now you up in God's face talking about forgive me, Lord. I didn't mean but let me explain to you how he going to do it for you now. He going to forgive you as you forgive those that need forgiveness from you. So give us our trespasses as we forgive. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's clean. That's fair. That's fair. See, God is fair, man. He's very fair. Ain't no loopholes in him. He's fair. If you do this, I can do this. Now, if you ask for forgiveness, he forgives you. Now, when he forgives you, the cool thing is he wipes the slate clean. He don't bring it up no more. That, I've, you know how many times I've used that? I can't even count the times I've used that. So now I'm just asking you, how would you not try to do better so God can do it for you? God is going to bless you. He will. If he knows your heart is in the right place. Because good people make bad decisions all the time. Good people make mistakes all the time. All the time. But if he know your heart, he'll bless you. Get you try to do better, man. All right? Let's go. 
That's my close remarks. Boy, help you better drop that mic. Y'all have a great weekend. Hey, it I'm, is Tuesday. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 